are we already recording? Welcome back. Here we are. It's a, I think it's official. Yeah, dude. We are officially on. I think it's safe to say. We are on in the neon. It on is on in the neon. In the neon. We, we are on in the neon. No, we are on. It is on. It we is are on. on. It is on we in are... the neon. You guys help me decide in the comments. We're going to do a poll. It is on in the neon. It is on. We, are, we are, on. are on in the neon. It's officially on. What's your favorite? Help me come up with a, a dope slogan. Anyway, I think this is going to be episode part two of the deep Neuralink conversation we were having. Last one got a little long. I couldn't get enough of the topic. I needed to dive in a little deeper. I needed to ask a little more questions because... Where there are questions, there are answers. There are no answers to the man with no questions. Therefore, we question all the answers. Because what is creativity anyway? Imagine this. You ask the questions, and that allows you to tap into that force that we call inspiration. So we ask these questions to kind of tickle the ribs of inspiration so they can maybe drop a few bits of knowledge our way you know and it's tight grip <laughs> it kind of just like giggles and <laughs> and drops a few truth in the ribs <laughs> of inspiration yeah you know it, it kind of drops some truth nuggets our way wow that's what we are here to do how do i tickle the ribs <laughs> listen to the podcast dude Damn, just okay. ask questions you ask the right questions the value of your answer is determined by the quality of your questions maybe i got that vice versa <laughs> If you want to tickle some ribs, hit the follow button on Spotify. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's funny. <laughs> if you want to tickle some ribs, follow the Spotify. Keep up to date on the new episodes that we drop. But each and every one of them is for you. So please share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Anybody you think would just enjoy a nice conversation, send them our way. Follow the Instagram. We're posting more. Instagram polls, Instagram would you rather's. I love the way that you, the fact that you can look through and see what episodes maybe you want to watch based on the pictures that are there. And then you can just, it makes it easier to see what episodes you want to watch. It's a great way to filter out things that you think interest you. That Instagram's about to be lit too, okay? I just need to get better and better at it. It's not just starting. We are. Dude, I love it. I love what you're doing. I love the direction. Thanks, man. We are going to conquer this Instagram thing. We are building natively. So share our Instagram as well, funnel people to our podcast, and welcome them in to the Pop Squad. Yes, the Pop Squad. We're growing in numbers. Um, I think they have 13 viewers now. And 77 followers on Instagram. Now, don't pay attention to numbers, they say, but by golly, if I don't get a little hard. It kind of feels good. At least a little chub. You just don't give yourself... An air of superiority due to the followers. I think that's where people get it twisted. You have every right to enjoy the followers and views you get. Let's be honest. As artists, yeah, we that's, are created, therefore we shall create. That's like the number one thing that artists work for is admiration from the, the masses. They want to be understood and heard. And how else do we know we're being understood and heard if we're not being seen? If we're seen, we get this idea that we're heard yeah. and understood. That's why, you know, it's seen. It's we shared. We need a voice in this world of so many effing people. 
yet don't let it get to you and make you think you're better than somebody because you get a lot of views. By all means, revel in your views. Humble uh, yourself, though. I heard that earlier on the Logan podcast, Logan Paul, Impulsive. He mentioned that he hates himself for liking the views he gets on certain things. And it made me think, well, that's not fair, bro. You should yeah. enjoy every view and, and celebrate every single one. Just don't give yourself an air of superiority because of the views. I'm beating a dead horse over the head with a mallet on a, on a hot summer day, but <laughs> I think you guys get the point. If you also haven't already, we're streaming on Twitch. Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Um, I haven't done too much of the playing. I've just been passenger, seeing uh, what this game's raveled out to be. What, uh, what do you think about it? You've been, you've been behind the wheel most of the time. I'm liking the game. Hopefully, I beat it. I haven't made too much time to play it recently. Uh, been kind of busy, but I do want to get back on it. I love the fight style, kind of once you get good at it, uh, it gets fun, but it's a little I guess hard to I just got at first. I gotta just keep playing to find out. Once yeah, it is kind of, it's a little tricky at first, but kind of. Do you think it's more casual gamers? Could be. Do you think that? It could be, because when you have it on, when you have it on classic mode or easy, it basically will approach a character automatically and start swinging the sword for you. So then you, all you have to do, you know how Tifa has abilities, Cloud has yeah. abilities like Braver. All you would have to do as a player is focus on doing those. I see. Um, but if you're a G, like, like me. me. Whoa. Jinx. Dang it, you said well. You said well. Nice. I you escaped well. that one like a slippery little snake. <laughs> um, but if you're an OG, then yeah, that's why it's a little trickier uh, on our part. It, sometimes it seems a little repetitive. The fights, I can get a little bored sometimes, but I try to, so I want to carry out the story. A lot of these side missions are just fighting monsters, just fighting other enemies. The story isn't more efficient because of it. You're right. It's not a better story. Be I believe a side mission should add to a story. It should build the world. Yeah. Introduce side characters, something that's not quite canon, but has its own life. And these don't. It's just yeah. kind of there to make the game last longer. <clears throat> so you have an opportunity to get more XP. Yada, yada, yada. I haven't seen one, like, dope-ass reward I've gotten from a side mission or anything. Just those those summons, I guess. I didn't have to get the summons. Yeah, okay. But Shiva's cool. I got a few summons. But, uh, yeah. If you guys want to keep up on that, hit the follow on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash neon underscore popsicle. Now, there's some full brain interface questions I really want to get to. Okay. Let me those questions, brother. Now we understand that Neuralink is installed in the brain by removing a portion of the skull, inserting this robot, basically, or chip that has little mini wires. It's like a Next, mesh, I feel, to replace the skull fragment. Now, is that going to be with the full brain interface? Because what I'm saying about uh, the little chip is the V1. Yeah. And I now, I maybe I am being confusing, too. With full brain interface, do you think it'll be the same, or do you think it will be a net it'll to be, replace the top crown of your skull? I think he said that the first iterations of it will even just be an inch skull replacement part huh. that attaches to the top of your skull, and the wires leave from that yes. into yes. your brain. So I think it's already like a mesh, but just a one inch skull mesh. But uh, eventually okay. it'll be entire skull interface. Now... <coughs> When we have these neural upgrades, 
do you think that's the beginning of all human physical upgrades? Like cyborg type upgrades, robotic arms, robotic lungs, robotic hearts. I don't think that that will be necessary. I don't think robot parts will be needed once we have this really? full brain interface. Really? So you don't see any any benefit to having a robotic arm? In the stages of full brain interface? No. I don't think we would have to move our physical bodies ever. We can fly? Why would you need to move? We would be connected to each other all the time in the head. You still need to get stuff done. Like what? Tell me you something you need eat. to get done, you and I'll tell eat. you. You gotta cook. You gotta keep right. your area clean. You gotta shit. Like I feel like it would be a lot of mental activation that you'd be able to do. You'd be able to cook your food with your mind. So you think once we get this, you will lose all type of human desire to want to go out. You'll you won't want to shop. You won't have desires for nice things anymore. I. Right, and I feel like would this eliminate hunger if we're fully brain connected to this interface would we still need food or would we develop like a solar or some kind of other energy source we can run on and would we not want to eat food is so enjoyable it's such an experience don't we still want to experience life i think we would be partially cyborg then i think that part might be cyborg the food part food part might be cyborg to take away the need to eat Money will then have to become because that's hindering. Because that you that you that is a good point. That's the only thing I can imagine is you needing to eat. That's something you couldn't do with your brain. Just thinking about it, you couldn't manifest physical things without doing them. You couldn't create stuff. Your computer wouldn't exist without physically putting it together. But would you need to even or drawing it? Yeah. Like what physical thing would you need to manifest in front of you? Besides I guess food. that's the question. What is important once we have that Neuralink? Besides food and water, what and which I think we would find ways to solve quickly, what would you need? What thing would you need to manifest in front of yourself? This would only be real if money itself wasn't important because we still, as, of, as it stands, we need money. Credits? We want money and credits. How would we earn those? Um, like right now we have jobs. Right, I think jobs so will go away too. So do you think a full-brain interface is going to change society as we know it? A hundred percent. That's 2045? You think you said full-brain? Whoa, whoa, 2025 whoa. is already a start of technological scary advancement. 2045, the full-brain interface, will humans as we know today won't even be recognizable. Physically? Maybe. Do you think we'll lose our spiritual connection to hu- what makes us? Do you think it'll change what makes us human as we know it? Do you think? I, I'll, yes, I think it will. My brain is kind of melting. But all right, next episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I think it does change humans as we know it. It might not change humans as we know it, but it changes whatever our consciousness works through. Or whatever the next step is, we are connected to that now. Hold on. Hold on. Our understanding would only get (laughs) deeper. So the things that we would be working towards would be such a layer of, like, technicalities deeper than we're looking at it now because we're so elementary in existence. Mm -hmm. Some of the things we're working on now may not even matter. True. We might be realizing, oh, shit, that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. 
it w- I think it would change what it means to be human. Okay. But is that is what it means to be human though? To evolve. To be us. We are human. Just because we change, are we no longer human? Or is that just we we do change what it means to be human. I mean, is it human to freak out when there's no electricity? Or is it more human to know how to survive in the wild? Ah. Like, what is human? Yeah. That's a big question. What is human? You know, and do we lose all of that? Or is that just the new meaning of what human is? It, it changes the definition of what human is altogether. That's what it... That's, that's, dude, it changes the fabric of society, bro. I wonder if they would call themselves humans, these full brace interface, if they'd be so much different than us. I wonder what we would call them, even. At first, we'd call them aliens. And at first, we'll call them robots. And some other derogatory term. Cyborg! Yeah, you Hard dirty G. cyborg. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Would skills even matter at that point when we're so smart? Things like piano, things like... Yeah, see, you know what? That's the thing. Humans enjoy art. Humans enjoy expression. Humans enjoy skills. Skills are an expression of us. Uh-huh. And that's the human in us. I don't feel... What do you think about skills? Things like playing piano. Would those still be important? I feel like you'd be able to download that. And you wouldn't be important to work at, work toward any skills anymore. Because you can download these skills. And once everything is so attainable as just a download, what really matters? But dude, the creativity that spurs such beautiful music comes from the soul, man. And not everybody has the same soul. Sure, you can know how to play it. But you don't have the... The, the voice to play it in the same way you can know that comes from you that's you like back in the day like beethoven and mozart i'm sure they can both play they, piano yes. really well right but they both had their styles yes and that comes from them that's cosmic man that's of god that is from the stars that comes from you and that's why i don't think it's just going to eliminate skills and it's not going to like Music will be replace important. humans, you know. It's all that stuff still matters, you know, because so, that's human. Yeah, music is very human. Creation. I've said it once before, and I'll say it again. We we are created, therefore we must create. Well, let me pitch this idea to you. What if in the future, when our full skull is interfaced, if we want to feel like we're listening to music, yeah, we can just feel that way. We can make our brain. Like, have the feeling of listening to music without even needing to listen to music. Okay. So maybe music would go away. We no, because new music. music needs to exist, and expression happens. You mm. want to express as a human. New music files will, or like new feeling emotion files will be downloaded or something that you can feel. This emotion is different. Oh, this emo- oh that hits different. Oh. So you think the human desire to want to see how we can push ourselves will go away? Um, I feel like that's human. I mean, humans want to see what we are capable of. I f- we will be... It's crazy. And it's like almost it'll be a test of can I do this? Uh-huh. I feel like we will be capable of everything. Of playing the piano like anyone. Because they will be able to download their mental piano profile but only after it's onto like, you. Only after it's been played. It's not there until it's there. You see, like... Okay. You would still have to create your masterpiece in order for somebody to be able to download it and play it just like you. 
That's true. You it comes from you. I would have to think of it first. It has the ideas are what's in the air from some kind of different yes. realm. And when it's grabbed upon in this dimension, we manifest it in a three D dimension. We're able to grab a thought, idealize it, and create it. Because you know, where do these things come from? Where do thoughts come from at this point? Like would we have every would inspiration cease to exist just because we're full brain interfaced? I don't think so. It wouldn't cease to exist, but I think inspiration would be different things. It wouldn't be piano anymore. It wouldn't be sports or athleticism because we'd have all that shit mastered already. Now what do we have to improve on? I think I get your point. It would be so passé. So there would be another instrument. Piano would be a dinosaur. Maybe, uh, yeah. We don't do we don't play on the skulls of our enemies anymore. We have different instruments now. Times change. I think I see where you're going with this. Because it's yeah. so evolved and advanced, piano wouldn't even be a thought. It it would be just like I was saying elementary. There would elementary. be something else so much more complex than piano. Dear Watson. I understand. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. The world would change as we know it, dude. The way we think would change. We wouldn't be worried about what talents we would download. What we think now wouldn't be what we think in 2045. Come back on this Neon Popsicle episode on 2045. Uh, we're going to also record an episode on the year 2045 to see if anything we say here matches up because our finger's on the pulse here. You think... Uh, teleportation for example is teleporting your body somewhere else as we know it now um that might not even be something that we have to worry about achieving once we're neurally linked that won't even be a worry because we won't have to transfer a physical body what would be the point so time travel and Mm. traveling like you just said what did you just say Teleportation. Teleportation. So, tele- so teleportation and time travel are all in our minds. That's just what we want right now. Maybe when we're neurally linked, we won't even want time travel because we will just be able to experience the trip past time. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Time travel is in our minds. It's not something that we physically actively do with our manifested bodies, mm-hmm. but we can travel in time. Why? We have the idea... This physical body is not able to produce that. Just does we don't need. It doesn't even need to. Our AI mind. Uh, do you can love do that, full body, full brain interface? Do you love it? Do you like the idea? Do you like the concept? I love thinking of the capabilities with it. Because um, yeah, what's the- it's very scary though. Because what it's an awful lot of power for someone to have if they get ability to hack these full brain interfaces. That's true. What kind of security would you need, Norton? Norton antivirus. Mc- McAfee. Shout, uh, sponsor me, Norton. <laughs> <laughs> or McAfee. First, we're up for grip. We're up for dibs. Do you think that's us losing our humanity or us carrying out our human mission? Mm. You know, it seems to be. I think that is us losing our humanity, but it's carrying out whatever mission this other thing is. This observer, we're just manifest. We're just basically a, a a conduit of ideas, being given to us by what, by a high, right a higher cloud, 
it's creating something that's more able to harbor its ideas. Mm, mm, something more capable. I see. Hmm. Are we just advancing ourselves to accept because we are the experience of the universe experiencing itself? I've heard somewhere. We are a part. Of, yeah, part of the ex- the universe experiencing itself. Are we just advancing ourselves with more of a capability to absorb more of the universe and really understand? Because this seems like it'll bring up new questions, new morals, new hmm. a new world. ethics. So, like more of the universe, or will it just un- seen more of it, more of it? Yeah, I can agree with that. A way we've never seen it before will unveil itself. 2045. But right will still be right and wrong will still be wrong. I mean, we'll still have that innate that innate feeling in us. Do you think it's like just like the mask? It, I know I've mentioned it a second ago. It kind of just exacerbates your natures. Mm-hmm. I feel like until it won't really do too much until the mass of people are on the right path. You know what True. I mean? It's still only going to exacerbate what's going on. It'll all balance out. If everybody were to have it, it would be as if nobody had it. To stop people like that <clears throat> who have lazy natures, um, it wouldn't be available to everyone. It might just be available to a higher power who know that they're using it for more because they know that it won't really be of much use in lazy people's hands. Mm. Let's mm-hmm. control the lazy people. Lazy people also don't have a lot of money. Uh, not saying if you don't have money right now, you're lazy per se. Yeah. But the lazy people aren't going to have the ability to get this because it's going to be costly. It's only going to be available to those who are already making shit happen. You were kind of saying it, but another way to look at it, it really will only be available to those who it's available to. Put it that way. Do you think that the lazy ones will be given a lesser model that Always. can be controlled by the higher-ups? Do you think there will ever be a control over the yes. Neuralink? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be... And how can you guarantee, yeah. If we're controlled now, it's not going to stop. How can you guarantee, if I get this chip in my brain, Elon, that someone's not going to hack me and make me start doing shit for them? And how can we prove they're not? How can you prove how there's no we, way for that to happen? Because it's connected to our neurons, how can we even separate a thought anymore from a message? How do I know that this, what I'm seeing, isn't a, that's a little woo-woo. <laughs> no, well, right now, because Neuralink doesn't exist yet. Wow. It's um, true, dude. But once it that. exists, that question is very, very real. How do we know that what I have now, once it's installed, isn't what I want it to be? That's where truth comes in, man. There is truth and then there is perceived reality. I think it is losing humanity to do this. But okay. is okay. losing humanity a bad thing? The only change, I guess, is always just a scary notion. And to the next stage of man, I say salute to you because we'll never be okay with the next step. We'll never be okay with evolving into something we don't know. Like... Interesting. We'll always want to hold on to something from before. Yeah. We're not going to see it as a good thing when it comes, but eventually this state of person will be seen as primitive. Neuralink is here, and Neuralink is only going to get bigger as time goes on. It's only going to become more relevant 
as time goes on. And it's only gonna, you're only gonna see the changes in society that it brings as time goes on. There's a power differential at, at all times. There's only, it's only gonna be available to those they want it to be available to, which are typically people with a lot of money already calling the shots. They're gonna be able to peer around the corner more so and better now. It's not gonna be available to everybody. I don't think the master version will ever be available to everybody. The master version of anything is never available to anybody, dude. Mm-mm. That's wild. But needless to say, I'm not sure I'd get the chip. I think, and where does this notion of like the mark of the beast come being a chip? Right. That's what I do. <laughs> like people say, don't get the chip. It's the mark of the beast. That's you giving up your godliness. And let me say this. I do suppose that getting the chip maybe would pull more people away from God. Just from a religious standpoint, if the chip started unveiling information that disproved certain religions, then that would be the determining factor of whether you were faithful or not anymore. Now, if this chip, I'm going to use the word again, it's perfect, unveils the truth, what if it uncovers God? Wow. What if it reveals God to us? What if God is the truth? And if God is the truth, then why wouldn't we come to it? I come to Jesus, so to speak. Right. Why wouldn't we get the chip? If why are we trying? Why are people telling only, me don't get it? <laughs> only if the chip would disprove God, would we be afraid of it? But how do we know this chip won't bring us closer to God by unveiling all its miracles, what all His God miracles, is. all their its she, unveiling all of God's miracles to us? Wouldn't that only want to draw us closer to God? Maybe it's almost like because full brand interface. Think of maybe a few years after that, we may be like godly creatures. And maybe that's giving too much power to ourselves and not too much, so much to God. Like, what is God if we are all gods? We can't do what God can. But maybe we can. What is God? We'll find out. If, if God, right. Neuralink, 2025. <laughs> <laughs> if God is someone like the programmer, then we may very well be of like God. What if God was one of us? Do, 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 do. Just a slob like one of us. Do, 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 do. Just a stranger in a bus trying Whoa. to find his way home. Whoa, what movie is that from? Oh, sorry, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, uh, I left the. You know. Bruce! Bruce. You think Bruce had the chip? Bruce. <laughs> My God, Bruce. Bruce, don't get the chip, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce have the chip. Bruce, I don't think so. Don't get the chip, Bruce. That's the mark of the beast. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, Mr. Mark? So, of the if beast? anybody does have any knowledge, send it our way. I'd like to dig into how the chip equals the mark of the beast. But I can go on and on. I think this popsicle's there melted. Are three rules, Bruce. You cannot control the free will. And maybe two rules. You cannot. There are two rules, Bruce. You cannot control people's free will, and you must not get the chip. Video games. I want to tap into futuristic video games really quick. Let's tap in. <laughs> um, I saw this commercial. You, you may have heard me out. talk about it before. I want to mention this PS9 commercial. Shout out PS9. YouTube <laughs> it too. Yeah, YouTube. Um, just straight. PS9 commercial. And it's like an old PlayStation 2 commercial. I'm going to pull it up. And I'll describe it. So futuristic world here. Cars flying. 
obviously advanced. Don't look alien yet. We still have humans as actors. So 2078 is apparently when the PlayStation 9 is going to be released according to this video. And it's like a small orb and where you release electronic fumes that stimulate your mind. Electronic fumes that stimulate your your chip. And once the chip picks up on these fumes, it then projects what it's picking up on as virtual reality. And you become the game. You, you become the world around you. It, become, it seems mm. like. It's like Timmy Turner in that episode of Fairly Odd Parents when he wishes he can be part of the game. Ooh, he becomes, yeah. he's inside the game and now he has to play the game. Yeah. And if he dies, he dies. Do you think that's how it would be, PS9? Or are you just going to wake up? Hmm. Holy shit. You would just wake up. But the game would feel so real. Yeah, okay. okay. That you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You would be scared to die just as much. And imagine this. Playing your favorite movies or something. Say Star Wars. Oh, man. Feature Star Wars and being able to be in the Star Wars scene. Have, like, play the role of this soldier. And see the world through his eyes and then the, another soldier. But, like, take place of their boots. Obi-Wan tells... The soldier that he has a mission to close the blast doors before the rebels get here, you can take on that role. That's so cool. In the movie. So amazing. Dude. What if we're in a movie? Stop. And we just inhaled. No. And we just think this is so real, so we don't want to die. But when we wake up, we're like, like Rick and Morty's Roy. Roy. So Morty plays a game in the Rick and Morty episode called Roy. And it's where Morty puts on this, what looks like, full brain interface. Whoa. And then... Kind of looks like the Morty mind thing, but... He enters the game mm -hmm. and lives a life throughout as a man named Roy. Oh. And sees, like, his stats, what, how much money he earned through it, like, how successful Damn. he was, how he died. And he takes it off and he's just like, what? what? Like, just really, like, as if you realized your whole life was a lie. Holy cow. <laughs> That's say, awesome. That's not us. Right now. Wow, so you're just a character in my game. Mm -hmm. Or I'm the character in your game. We're both plugged in as different avatars who have, in this universe, interacted with each other. <laughs> Holy cow. Whoa. That was a good episode. All right, well, I think I'm going to wrap up this popsicle or blow this popsicle stand or melt this popsicle, whatever you like to say at the end of an episode. I love this topic. I'm excited to see where the future goes with this. Man. We will be here throughout the whole freaking future. Yeah, we will. We'll be here in the future. As long as you guys share this podcast with somebody you think might like the conversations we're having. Only then do we have a chance of continuing into the future. Without you sharing, our path ends here. Our dynasty, our, our dynasty ends. Our dynasty dies. Our legacy fades. So don't let that legacy fade and share on Instagram. You can find us at neon underscore popsicle. Be sure to follow on Spotify if that's where you're listening. I know we're on a few other places, Radio Public and whatnot, but I don't think anyone else listens on those. And we'll be sure to post also when we're on Twitch on the Instagram. So be sure to stay up to date, post detailed descriptions of the episodes, figure out which ones you like best. Uh, it's a great way to com uh, communicate and contact us as well with any topics or maybe some general feedback on some of the episodes the next monday melt the next monday morning melt 
will be live. Um, it usually is. I just probably do a pretty bad job of advertising that it's going to even be going on. So hopefully we get more viewers on that live next time. It's a process. And same with that. It kind of goes with sharing it. It's kind of cool. Oh, hey, check out this podcast. They go live every Monday. You can be part of the show. You run into your friend on there. It's pretty dope. Yeah. And it it's all about creating community with you guys. We want to be part of your life experience here on this Earth Shuttle. And we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us. So thank you. Simulation or not. Popsicle stick joke. Here we go. Pull one out for you. I know there's an endless amount of these. This can't be, we can't be hitting the end. No, because as humans advance, our ideas change. Got like, it. And such popsicle stick jokes will evolve as well. True. <laughs> Is there any popsicle stick jokes specifically from the 70s? I don't know. I'm kind of scared to look that up. <laughs> popsicle stick, I don't think I can, I don't think I could look that up. Popsicle stick joke from the 70s. And I don't mm. think there's any way to prove whether it was or not. Nice. What part of the car is the laziest? The exhaust. That would have been a great answer. It's the wheels. Because they're always tired. <laughs> oh, come on. That was the answer. It's exhausted. That was a good answer, but it wasn't the answer. Not in this universe. <laughs> but because we think of that, there is another universe in where that is the answer. So don't be so hard on yourself. I hate this universe. It's a bad universe. It's a tough one.